is B. And this is L. And this is episode 50 of season four of Not Your Girlfriend's podcast. Welcome, bitches. Welcome. Um, we did a whole thing and then we lost the recording because I ran out of space on my Mac. So you're not, you're not going to hear the first wave of anger about my recent dating. And I started the episode. I'm not going to start the episode anymore because I'm fucking done, honestly. <laughs> Elle can start with her dating update. Ugh. Yeah, I'm sorry, bro. All right, listeners. So... First of all, I want to introduce a new term to you, right? This is like when you're um, writing a paper in high school and first you have to talk through a defined term. So the defined term here is synthetic relationship. It is a situation where you're seeing someone, guy or girl, and that person puts relationship energy into it, i.e. wanting to do cute things, wanting to plan fun stuff to do, saying, oh, we should do this and we should do that. And suggesting all these fun things, but that person has no real intent to follow through. They just want to go through the motions of feeling like they're in a relationship without actually being in a relationship and giving you full relationship energy. Yeah. So synthetic relationship, key term here. And on that note, about a month and a half, and I don't remember if I spoke about this on the last episode of the pod, because truly the last month and a half have been a blur for me. Um, So if I did, forgive me, listeners, but um, I met a guy about six weeks ago. He was friends with my neighbor, um, my neighbor I'm like pretty good friends with. And there was one night where... I was in my room in a funk and he texted me and was like, hey, I'm having margaritas up on the roof if you want to join. And I was like, "Okay, sounds great. Sounds like just what I need right now. So I go up and he's up there with a friend, which was unexpected. And so I end up hanging out with him and this friend. We'll call this friend R. And we have a great couple hours together. We're all drinking. Can you not call him R for fuck's sake? That's the last oh, your last boyfriend. It's so confusing. Fucking fuck. I knew something <laughs> was very familiar about that. Yeah, no, no. That's way too confusing. Oh, uh, shit. <laughs> all right, we'll call him Bedsty Boy. Is it? Does he live in Bedsty? He does live in Bedsty. No, he's four blocks away from me, but he's on the Bedsty side. That's such technicality. All right, so Bedsty boy, um, we will call him Bedsty boy. So me, Bedsty boy, and my neighbor have a really great couple hours together. We have a lot of fun. We have good conversation. Um, and at around eleven o'clock, I'm like, okay, I have work tomorrow, so I'm going to call it a night. It was fun. It's been real. And Bedsty Boy is like, oh, well, can I like get your Instagram? And I'm like, okay, sure. So we exchange Instagrams and then I go down and I call it a night. The next morning I wake up with a message from neighbor saying, oh, I think Bedsty Boy caught the feels for you. And sure enough, I look at my Instagram and I have a DM from Bedsty Boy. Mm-hmm. And so... Over the next couple of weeks, Bedsty Boy and I um, start hanging out. We go on a couple of dates. The path is rocky. It's not completely smooth on I mean, our. He just got out of a relationship. So yes, he just got out of a relationship on our 
second date, we uncover that we've both recently gotten out of serious relationships. Um, his was three years. Mine, as you'll recall, was about a year and a half. But either way, we both got out of them recently. Um, you know, mine at this point, I'm about four months out of it. And what I found out is that he's only three weeks out of his. That is too soon. Way too soon. So I'm like, wait, what the fuck? So we talk through it um, on our second date. And we and get like, what's his vibe with you at the beginning? Like, do you feel like he's looking for a hookup? Is he looking for a relationship? Like you obviously met through a mutual friend. So it's different than being on a dating app. So this is what's interesting. So after we met that first night, a couple days later, my neighbor sends out a group text to those of us in the building that are friends. He's like, hey, I'm going to grill some some stuff up on the roof today if anyone wants to come up and have a little Sunday barbecue. And I write back. I'm like, yeah, sounds great. You know, once I'm back to the city, I'll be there. And then bed boy texts me a couple hours later and he's like, hey, neighbor invited me over. Um, we're going to grill up on the roof, like, if you want to hang out. So he's like inviting me to you know, a thing at my own place, which I thought was like cute and funny, but I roll with it. I'm like, yeah, I already spoke to neighbor about it. Um, I'll be there. So I'll see you later. And he's like, okay, cool. Like, what do you feel like drinking? And I'm like, Hmm, this is interesting because it is a mutual hang at my apartment. Yet weirdly, he's going out of his way to bring me alcohol, Mm. which feels like a certain vibe. So that night, well, that afternoon, really, what did you tell him alcohol? I was like, oh, I mean, I'm going to go grab some seltzers. Like, I feel like seltzers the move. And I like made it very much like I'm getting my own alcohol. You're welcome to get stuff, too. Yeah. But I don't really need you to provide for me. Yeah. This is my home. Yeah. <laughs> so we meet up on the roof. I end up hanging out with like him and neighbor and one of their other friends and um, we have a couple good hours up there. We end up going to the park near us where there's like a kind of um, like low key concert of like local musicians going on. We have a whole night together. I mean, OK, quick question. What's his age and how long was his last relationship? So he, just he is oh, 29, I think. Okay. Yeah, he's 29. His last relationship was three years. That's a long time. Yes. That ain't short. So at this point on, you know, second time meeting him for the rooftop barbecue, I don't know all of this information. Mm-hmm. I do know that he recent that he got out of a relationship. I don't know that it was recent. Okay. So we have a whole fun day together. We all go to the park together. Um, late that night, we're at the park and... He, like, asks me to go up to where, like, the musicians are to go, you know, get a closer look. We go up and he turns to me and he's like, I'm really glad we're friends. And then he leans in to try to kiss me. That is, like, the biggest. I hate that. Fuck. Fuck. What? So I I call him on it. I call him on it immediately. And I'm like, did you just call us friends and then just try to kiss me in the same breath? And he, like, laughs and, like, clearly gets a little embarrassed. And he's like, yeah, I guess I did. And I pull him in and we make out anyway. Because it was, like, cute and funny and whatever. Yeah, sure. Um, right. So then from there, we end up 
starting to hang out. We go on one date. First date's great. We have like a lot of fun. On the second date was where we start talking about our past relationships. And I find out that he is only out of his past relationship like three weeks ago to the day, basically. So, yeah, we start talking about that. He starts talking about how him and my neighbor apparently went through my Instagram and like looked through the like my old pictures with my ex R and he was like yeah I'm sorry like you know neighbor and I went through your Instagram and like I'm sorry but you dated the most basic white dude that's fair and I'm like okay fair but don't put me in a position where I feel the need to like pick up for someone who I decided wasn't right for me. Like, don't put me in a position where I feel the need to defend my past decisions because I already know that those weren't the right decisions for me. I mean, it's like, first of all, you're 29 years old and you're like stalking people on Instagram. I don't know. Maybe the age thing has nothing to do with it, but why you can stalk people. And I think you should, but you do not talk about it with that person. Right. It's not cute or funny. Like you can do your own. Yes. I'm like, like, what is it? Recall? No. Recon, you can do your own recon for your own whatever. Okay, she dated some guys. What the guy looked like? It's on her Instagram. But like, why say it? Like, why mention it? Right? What do you get out of saying it to you? Exactly. So I'm just like, yeah. I mean, I look back and I realize, you know, that it wasn't right for me and whatever. But yeah. And he's like, can I be honest? Like, it's kind of a red flag that you have pictures of your ex on your Instagram. And I'm like, whoa. Like. My view on this has evolved over time, but I do truly feel that that was a point in my life. That was a period of my life. And I can't just redact all of those memories. I think that's such an immature. And I was so surprised when I heard him say that. I was like, such an immature thing because it's like, it's, it's for me, it's more immature to go out of your way to delete and archive shit than it is just to keep it up there. That feels more like a, I don't give a fuck, right? And, like, one of my friends went through, like, a really, like, long friend group years relationship breakup thing. And right after they broke up, he said, like, I don't hate her. I nothing her. And, like, that kind of mentality even though I feel like he was saying it just to say it at first, I think now that that's truly what he believes and like feels like, I think that's what a breakup should be. Like you're not supposed to be jealous or hate or love or whatever, like the other person. If you nothing them, that is like, yeah, that is what you're like doing by not doing anything. That's the goal. You want to peacefully coexist with that person without any lingering feelings. And so this is what I tried to explain to him. Like, I don't have any animosity towards my ex. I know that we were very different people and that we were not well suited for one another. But I don't look back at those memories and feel hate or anger or sadness or anything. Like, I truly just know that this person wasn't the person for me. But those were still experiences that I had. That's still part of my timeline. That's still I scroll through. And like my Instagram in a way is like a story. It's the story of my life. Yeah. You know, I still have my college boyfriend on there all the way back. Yeah, it's like, what? Yeah, you should not be deleting your shit. Like, I don't know. I don't know how other people feel about this, but that's how I feel personally. Yeah, my view on this has definitely changed over time. Like, and what was your original view? When when my college boyfriend and I broke up, I mean, I didn't 
delete him completely, but I deleted a lot of our more like romantic photos together because there was a lot of hurt there and there was a lot of anger there. And I felt like you don't deserve to be on my timeline anymore. Mm-hmm. You don't, you know, deserve to be represented on my feed. I think like toxic relationships or bad relationships where it ended like cheating or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. Right. Because but there when, are like bad feelings for there. Sure. Like I think that is definitely valid. But I think in the situation where you were just not the right people for each other, why should there be that much emotion involved? Right. And so this is what I'm explaining to him, but he, and granted this is after, and not to make the excuse, but like this is after like maybe four or five hours of drinking at this point. Yeah. And so I think he's maybe a little more unfiltered than he would have been otherwise. And he's just like, Kind of, you know, I'm telling him, well, you know, it's it's valid for you to feel that way, but this is how I feel. I don't have any ill will towards my ex. You know, I feel very, like, um, indifferent about it. And it's part of my story, so we can agree to disagree. And he's kind of just like, no, we can't agree to disagree. Like, it's a red flag. You're still not over your ex. And I'm like... Fuck you. Be, you being 5'9 is a red flag. Fuck you. I'm like, yeah, that's not really fair for you to say because you don't know me. Yeah. I said this to him. I'm like, you don't know me and you actually have no idea what I went through in that breakup. You didn't know me for the weeks that I was literally sobbing every night over having to move out of the place that was my home, the place, you know, with the person that I Anyone spent a year and a half with. Talk to you about your breakup with R. Genuinely, I think about the first episode of this season, that literally just so much growth. Like, I've been like so fucking proud of you I listened back to that episode I was like you really fucking truly learned something Uh from this fucking relationship and for him to just show up here out of nowhere and be like I know you I know your ex like this is what this means and having just actually met you is so fucked up and it takes away from your healing process yes okay so we have this conversation we kind of reach this um uh what's the word where you're both at a like we're at like a standstill right where he's like I disagree with your view and I'm like well you can disagree but that doesn't change my view and we're both at this kind of um what the fuck is this not um in uh, draw maybe no it's a uh, 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 fuck draw no <laughs> standstill draw uh it's like it's like almost like hiatus in in uh, uh fuck anyway we're both at this <laughs> we're both at this point we're both at this point where it's like i'm not backing down he's not backing down and i'm like i don't want to continue talking about this and then finally he's like you know what yeah you're right i'm sorry like i saw my ex in passing today so i think that i'm a little bit like emotionally charged about that and Albert um, feels yeah and not that that's excuse his ex cheated on him mm-hmm. with someone who was a mutual friend of theirs that's and was older and like kind of like sugar daddy almost Mm -hmm. in the situation and they broke up it was a very painful breakup they lived together um and she ended up moving out moving in with this new dude like very quickly like clearly he went through a very traumatic breakup and that was what was kind of influencing like everything that he had to say about my breakup and so we like ended that night with kind of a, a kind of like a weird um at kind of like a weird place. 
And then the next day I texted him and I was like, hey, like, I still feel really weird about last night. Um, you know, I, I get your view, but at the same time, you don't really know me. You don't know everything that I went through in healing from my breakup. And I have come a really long way and I've done a lot of work along the way to get where I am. So for you to invalidate all of that by saying that just because he's on my social media that I'm not over him, it just feels silly to me. Um, So, you know, I feel like you're maybe not over your ex and that's what's really the issue here. So you should probably take some time and work through that and whatever. And then let's connect again in like a month or so. And he sat on it for a little while and he came back and he was like, you're right. I have no right to say anything like that to you. I don't know you and I don't know what you've been through. Um, It was really like out of line of me. I don't want to like get into all that heavy stuff. Like I am working through my shit, um, but I would still like to continue seeing you. And that really like was the best, like the best kind of like apology text I could have asked for. And um, I sent it to all my friends, obviously I sent it to you <laughs> yeah. and the verdict across the board was like, yeah, no, that's, that's a good text. So I was like, okay, I'll continue seeing this guy, but like, you know, in stride, like with a little bit of caution, knowing yeah. that he's probably still working through some shit, um, and not let myself get in too deep. Wait, have you slept with him at this point? Um, yes. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we had sex and it was like, it wasn't bad. It wasn't good. That's what I remember. No, like so the thing is, me, okay. Like, we're like, his dick is not. So his dick was not that big. Not that big. The sex was good. He knew what he was doing and he was good in bed. His dick just wasn't that big. Right. Which was like, mm, sad face. But, yeah. you know. Everything else, like everything else, I was he was dropped. Then everything else he was doing was good, and he was also like a person I really vibed with, like had a good time with, um, and who lived four blocks away, which is you know big plus. Yeah. So whatever. So we continued seeing each other. We went on like a third and a fourth date. Um. Eventually, we got to a point where he was like being really like shitty at texting me back. And I kind of called him out on it. And then I saw him in person and he was like, Hey, let's talk about it. And I was like, yeah, like, I just like, you know, we don't need to text all day. We don't need to text 24 seven. Just text me either when you have time to talk to me or if you want to make plans. Yeah. And that's fine. We can leave it to that. Cause he was doing this kind of like text three, four hours. Yes. Text, wait three hours to yeah. respond. And I hate that. Like, I, I think like if you're just going to text like that, just text to meet up or make plans. Literally. Or text to talk. Literally. I don't well, like need don't to talk to, to you constantly. Game, you know? Right. Right. I mean, you're both too old for that. But then again, he hasn't been in the dating scene in a while. Last time he was in the dating scene, he was probably my age. Right. So he's doing all of this. And so we meet up and I, I tell him that and I'm like, yeah, it's just been frustrating me. Like, I don't need you to text me 24 seven. I don't by any means need that. So just text me when you have time or when you want to make plans. And he was like, yeah, I mean, I've just been like doing a lot of thinking and I'm like not ready for a relationship right now. And, you know, I just like wanted to talk to you about that. Cause I just like, don't have like the capacity for it. And I was like, bruh, like, do you think that I want a relationship? Because like, I don't like we both just got out of our past relationships. And like, even though I'm a few months out, 
you're not that far out. And I know that you're still healing. And I said this to you, like, I'm not looking for anything serious right now. So I, I don't want that to be a concern. And he was like, oh, well, like, I don't know. I just like, like, I feel like we should be seeing other people and casually dating. And I was like, yeah, bro. Like I fucking am. Are you not? Yeah. You know, I was just like, we never agreed to be exclusive. And for me, that conversation is the impetus to stop seeing other people. It's not you assume that you're exclusive until you talk about it. It is 100% the other way around for me. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, yeah, you should totally be seeing other people. Like we both should. We both got out of serious relationships not that long ago. So I'm cool with this. Like, and he was like, yeah, like, I just feel like we should just be friends. And I'm like, okay, well. I hate this again. I mean, the friends thing. The yeah. yeah. I'm like, friends don't fuck each other though. So yes. if you want to be friends, say that. Mm-hmm. But if you want to just see each other casually and keep hooking up, that's, I'm, I'm down for that. Yeah. And he was like, I don't know. He responded kind of hesitantly in a way that made me feel like, like it's not really where his like head was at. Yeah. But he was like, yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course I want to keep hooking up. Like, yeah, sure. Sure. And I was just like, okay, like if you don't, now is the time to tell me, like, don't come back and tell me otherwise after we've had this conversation. You're totally giving him an out right now. And I'm, I'm giving him an out. I'm telling him you don't have to text me constantly. I'm not trying to date you. I don't want to be exclusive. I don't want a relationship with you. What the fuck more could you want? Yeah. Right? Like, I'm a fucking hot girl who lives four blocks away from you. I'm saying, let's hang out and get drunk together once in a while and have sex. Yeah. What else do you want? With your dick size, you should take this. Hello. Hello. (laughs) I am every man's dream right now. And he's like, yeah, okay, that sounds good. We can just keep casually dating then. Perfect. So we go out. We have a fucking awesome night together, as we, like, always do. And then... After that, he's fucking weird again. Yeah. We don't text for a few days. When we do text, it's very like, you know, I'm very much counting the time in between texts and trying to mirror that. He's not texting me much either. We hang out like one more time. And it's the same thing every time. It's, you know, we see each other in person and he's super affectionate, very like boyfriend energy. You know, that, we also talked about like how when you get out of a relationship, because this both happened to us in long-term relationships, you go into kind you, of boyfriend, girlfriend mode. Yes. Not because you like the other person, but just because you've just, you just know how to do it. Started, you cared for another person yep. and treated them as your equal. And, and folks, and those things can be seen as clingy. And this is where <laughs> synthetic relationships come into oh, play. Oh, wow. Full circle. Like this that. is it. I forgot about that. Right? So <laughs> even though this guy is seeing me and when we're in person, he's very affectionate, like kissing me constantly, telling me I'm pretty. Okay. So even though when we see each other in person, he is super affectionate, like literally like kissing me constantly, telling me how beautiful I am, talking about all these things that we should do together, etc., etc you know, all of his boyfriendy shit, then once we're not together again, he acts super fucking weird and gives me straight up fuck boy energy. Mm-hmm. Right. So this like most recent time that we hung out um, prior to our like last conversation was like a week and a half ago, like one of my good friends was visiting 
we got all of our like mutual friends together and we went to the park and same shit. He's giving me boyfriend energy. We're sitting on a blanket at the park together. I'm like sitting in his lap the whole time. He's like being super sweet. And then the following week after that, he can't be fucked to text me. So then finally last week, I'm like this week, no, uh, this past week, um, after four days of us not talking at all, because he's being a super slow texter and I just decided to stop responding. I go on a shitty date on a Thursday night. And at the end of the date, I'm so frustrated because I, you know, the date itself was very mediocre, not very engaging, but it was fine. I put up with it until we got back to the guy's place. But so the date was fine up until we got back to this guy's place and went to his rooftop to, um, have a nightcap and he starts telling me how like coronavirus is not a big deal and the government shouldn't be intervening shouldn't be telling people to wear masks and starts like hitting me with all of like the bullshit statistics that it's like you know the the flu kills more people than coronavirus does and you know there's no reason why we should be shutting down businesses and this and that and whatever the flu killed 200,000 Americans I'm like bro this is six months preventable death mind me this is preventable death is just is what I kept saying to him like it's fucking I mean I'm gonna go to the brief right now because like 200,000 200,000 people I'm like these were fucking human beings that did not need to die it was not flu season from March until now. Like, America's been doing the worst right now in terms of regulation, the government doing shit, people dying. To put in perspective, like, 9-11 killed about 2,000 people and change. Right, and, and for the past 20 years, we've been like, never forget, never forget. And that's, I mean, 9-11 is fucking terrible. We're from New York, we're New Yorkers, we know how fucking bad it was. But just the level of the amount of people who have died from 9-11, the amount of people who have died from corona, and the level of interest, and the level of, like, you know, let's solve this problem. We went to fucking war over 2,000 deaths, and 200,000 people are dead. And no one gives nothing. a fuck. Yeah. Like I'm sorry, that's what this, pisses me no, off. Let me tell you, I was so fucking fired up. And then he starts talking about how the government's place in all of this should just be to keep the big businesses afloat so the economy doesn't crash. So that people don't get... Fuck that, right? It's not 2008. So people don't lose their jobs and then lose their homes. People have already lost their jobs and homes. I'm like, okay, how about instead of propping up big business, which should have been prepared for this right, in the financial position that they're in, how about we just take that fucking money, fuck the big business, and use that to make sure that the American people are propped up so that they don't lose their homes by other means? I mean, okay, so <laughs> briefly, we talked about corona screening. What happened to your corona screening with this guy? You said you would message every guy. No, he, he actually did get a test before we met up. But he doesn't believe in it or he doesn't think that's serious? He got a test because he had traveled. Okay. Um, And because I asked him to... And while he thinks that testing is, like, I guess reasonable, he doesn't think that the government should be mandating anyone to wear masks. And he doesn't think that the government should be shutting down businesses. He's a maskist, I guess. I don't know if there's a term for mask. I don't. I I literally, I don't, I, I just, you know, I did not expect this from this guy because after I asked him to get tested... He was like, yeah, absolutely. I'll definitely get tested. I mean, like, I would, yeah, no, that's what I mean. Literally messaged me. was like, oh, I'm at the city MD on, you know, whatever street, which was like. Where did you go from them? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, 
it was just like a complete blindside for this guy I had joked about coronavirus with, asked to get a test, whatever, to suddenly be like, oh, it's actually not that big of a deal. And actually, the government's role should be to support big businesses and airlines and industry and whatever. And I was like, you fucking moron. Like, I'm sorry, I am like too... I am just too fucking woke at this point to believe that that is the move. Like, it is not the move at all. Wait, so you went on this awful date. So I get on this awful date, right? And eventually I storm out of this date. I'm just like, we are on different pages and I have no interest in... What happened to the check? Oh, no, no, no. So we had our whole night out and then Uh we went back to his place for a nightcap. And this is where that conversation devolved. He must have been hot. And he was all right. (laughs) <laughs> the whole date was all right at best. I was just distracting myself from bed boy not responding to me. Um, and yeah, so I was like, I'm going to leave. So I leave and I walk out of there and I'm literally two blocks away from bed boy's apartment. Well, you're, it's that and you're also two blocks away from home. And that's the case. Yep. I mean, <laughs> well, I'm two blocks away from bed boy's apartment, six blocks away from home. It's that direction. <laughs> I mean, I see where you're at. And so this is after like five hours of drinking and a lot of frustration and a whole night of being like, wow, like, I don't even want to be out with this dude. Why am I not out with the guy I actually want to hang out with? So my fucking drunk ass called bed boy, finally, after a four day fucking like, you know, hiatus from any conversation. You broke, you broke the, the... I broke. Paper, I broke. Silence. Yep. So I called him. He didn't answer. I fucking start crying. Um, naturally, naturally. He calls me back two minutes later. Yeah. And I am just in self-destruct mode at this point. Oh, God. I'm just holding my phone, walking home, sobbing, watching it ring out. And eventually just let it go to voicemail. Really? Yes. I just, sorry, listeners. This is the first time I'm listening to this. <laughs> and then eventually, <laughs> like... Two minutes later... I'm, like, smiling, but I'm just entertained Two right minutes <laughs> later... Um, right, of the, like, you're entertained this by like the fucking the, self-destruction. The tea is so fucking strong. <laughs> two minutes later, I'm finally, like... And this is almost a self-destructive mood move on my part, too, where I'm like, oh, he didn't answer me, but now I'll call back so that I can be disappointed again if he doesn't answer. Do voicemail? No. Who does that? I mean, he's 29. Maybe no, right. Voicemail. So, um... I call him back two minutes later. He doesn't answer. So I'm like, scre- like screaming, fuck? crying on my way home. I punched a wall at some point oh as God. I was walking. Like a brick wall. I, I screamed at a man who was sitting on his <laughs> stupid cat called me. Like I am just like full dealt, like self-destruct mode. Wait, I love this. And um, <laughs> it's, like, it's like peak New York energy too. Yes. And I get, <clears throat> I get home. I approach my steps. I text him and I'm like, Never mind, calling it a night, bye. And he writes back and he's like, wait, I tried calling you. I was biking home when you called back. And I was like, I didn't even like answer at all um, because I was, again, self-destruct mode. So I went to bed. I mean, you, I mean, I come so close. You didn't feel so like close, crying. right? I mean, I guess after crying to you and like the ignoring your call, call back. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's over. Like he had a, he had a window. Right. Right. And he, he did make that window. I just didn't answer. Um, but then, yeah. So like the next morning I text him, I'm like, Hey, like I just, um, yeah, sorry. Like I saw that you tried to call me back. I, 
just like decided it was time for me to tap out. I just like had like a bad night. I was in a bad mood. And he was just like, all of a sudden, all fucking normal again. He's like, responds right away. Boyfriend mode now. Boyfriend mode switches on. He switched it. He's like, oh no, like responds right away. He's like, oh no, I'm sorry to hear. I hope you're okay now. Is everything all right? And I'm like, yeah, just like a weird night, whatever. And he's like, aw. And, and he's like, oh, it's like a TikTok. He's like, oh, like I would have wanted to hang out if you, like, if you actually, you know, I would have wanted to hang out if you responded. And I'm like, bro, like you would have wanted to hang out. Like I like haven't heard from you in four days. You left, like I left you on red, but then it was radio silence. You didn't even try. No. Yeah. No. I mean, he like the no four day contact. Hello. Right. How did he respond to that? Right. So he was just like, oh, no. Well, I hope you're feeling better now. And well, I didn't say the, four, the no four day contact, by the way. Okay. This was like my internal All monologue. Right. But so I just wrote back and told him I had a shitty night. And he was like, well, I hope you're feeling better now. And I was like, yeah, there's still a lot, a lot, like a lot of shit on my mind. Um, can we talk? Are you around today? And he was like, oh, like, I'm not around today, but like I can do tomorrow. Is everything all right? Yeah, still making time for you when they want to make time. Right. Still like super like, you know, super wanting to hear me, whatever. And then it's like a day and a half of us trying to like coordinate and make plans. Um, he had a death in like his extended family, like a whole big uh, situation. Oh I mean, like, and I, I believed it, but at the I same mean, time, too, but like, at uh, the same time, I was like, we live four blocks apart. Like you can't find 20 minutes to come over. Yeah, I know. You know? Yeah, that's that's the argument, right? So finally, it got to a point where I was just like, listen, I'm, I'm kind of burnt out from trying to coordinate with you. I just don't want to do this casual thing anymore. Doesn't really seem like you want to do it either. So I think I'm done with this. Yeah, I feel that. And Wait, um, is this is over text? This is over text. Okay. And he's like, wait, like, can we talk about things? Like, I... You know, I've had a lot going on, but whatever, like, let's talk. And I'm just like, dude, I'm like done talking. Like, I'm done with the bullshit. And he's like, yeah, but like, you know, I'm just like going at the pace that I'm capable of right now. Like, who cares? I mean, I'm sorry, that's not your fucking cross yeah, to yeah. bear. And he's like, it's well, where his. do we, he's like, where do we go from here? And I'm like, feeling so <laughs> shitty. So dramatic. I mean, just take it as it is. Right. Like, can we just get more dramatic? And I was now? ready. I was ready for it to be done at that point. And then he says that. And I'm like, I'm like, I feel so shitty because you may have to deny him over and over again. He's I'm like, I feel so shitty because he's the person I genuinely want to hang out with right. and that I'm like really like into. And it's so shitty to think that I'm just not going to like see him again. I don't think you're not going to see him again. I mean, you're like a neighbor, you know, friend. I know, but to not be able to say all of the things that I wanted to say and vent all the frustrations that I was feeling. I was just like, I feel like I need this for me. Like, I need to say all this shit to get it off my chest. I feel like for how long you've dated, I feel like it kind of should have ended face-to-face, especially with how close we live together. Yes, that's how I felt, too. The fact that we're mutual friends, and I'm going to see him again, I don't want to have these things still on my chest. I mean, Um, I think you will have to hash it out next time you see him. Well, so listen, so that was last Sunday, and after he was like, can we just like talk still? I was like, okay, come over tomorrow evening and let's talk. So this past Monday, he comes over and it's a Monday night, mind you. Um, I told him to bring wine because I had like a glass and a half left. And (laughs) we just like sat out on my balcony. We talked. He was just like, I'm dealing with a lot of shit right now. I'm depressed. I'm this, I'm that. I'm dealing with a lot of stuff in my life and I don't really know what I'm doing and whatever. 
And I just like, don't have capacity for like anything more than I'm doing right now. And I was just like, yeah, I get that. Like my life fucking sucks too. I'm depressed constantly. And, um, I'm not asking you for anything though. Like literally I just want to hang out once in a while. And if you you've can't, done literally, I mean, I'm being biased, but I really don't think you have done anything wrong in the situation in terms of like playing it cool, saying what you wanted from the start, being honest with your intentions, you know, like, I think you did everything with dating, right. But it is a lot of the time, just the other person and where their head's at. No, and totally. Like, totally. He is definitely not in the capacity and you should not be putting up with his mediocre behavior. Like it's Absolutely. just not right for both of you. Absolutely. And I don't fault myself because I've literally been like, like hashtag cool girl about this. Don't Ugh, text me. I'm not I trying to date that. you. Don't want to be exclusive. Uh, don't want to not. That movie right? after this. Like, yes, absolutely. Please, please. We <laughs> have girl. I think we have to, but right. Like I am doing everything to be the most casual here and giving him every allowance possible. Not even, not even because I'm trying to be, but genuinely because I don't have the energy for a real relationship or anything at this point. And I just truly want to be casual. I feel like we've evolved to a Pokemon level of just like pure peak dating where we don't put up with bullshit. Yes. And we draw boundaries. Yes. And men are still trying to play the games. And I just, I don't have patience for it. You don't have patience for it. Yes. Like we have, we have reached the bullshit thresholds and I, I, I actually don't even care. Yes, literally. And and that's what I said to him too. I'm like, I'm not asking you to text me. I'm not asking you to be boyfriendy to me. But when I see you in person and you're all like lovey and affectionate and you tell me about all the things you want to do together and then you will cold on me for days after, it's fucking weird. And I don't have the energy to try to decode your fucking weird, aloof behavior when I'm just trying to have a straight up casual relationship with you where we can just hang out without games and fuck without games. He's not there. He literally is like not there. <laughs> he has not evolved. He's not we are, evolved. We are, oh, come on, we are some fine. We are final form bitches. Like, are we final form? We, really? I, I truly think that we are because I truly was not playing games or trying to like subtly trick him into a relationship. I truly just wanted to, hang out and fuck. I really just feel, feel like you were just in a healthier place than he was and he was just a fucking hot mess. He was just... Yes, he was coming at me with fuckboy energy when I, I was like, I'm giving you fuckgirl energy to be fair, but like very honest and open fuckgirl energy where you don't have to like pretend anything with me. I mean, some guys just like that. Just though. tell me I want to hang out with you and or I want to fuck you and let's make a plan. I feel like if the roles were reversed and you were the guy in the situation and he was the girl it would just seem like a very typical gender role situation right this is actually like a flipped and switched gender role situation yeah where i feel like you were just like trying to hang and be like okay i'm just trying to fuck sometimes and the girl's like trying to and also i just like like i just have fun with you like i just want to go out and like drink with you and like do fun like weird shit like like, I don't, like, he literally, like, fucking boosted me into a tree so I could take, like, a cool picture where I was in a tree on our second date. Where like, I'm just, tree in Brooklyn? like, oh, let me show you, uh, fucking tree grows in Brooklyn, bitch, let me tell you. I've got some dope pictures. But yeah, like, that's it. Like, I'm just trying to, like, have fun with you because yeah. you're a fucking person I enjoy hanging out Whatever. with. Whatever. The dick was not large. I feel like it's a wash, honestly. Just not so yeah, so that was it. So that Monday night, we 
had that weird conversation. And then I segued from that and was like, well, whatever, you're already here and we're drinking. So let's just fucking get drunk and have fun. So we had another us getting drunk and having fun and enjoying each other's company night. Um, and he slept over. We did not have sex. Okay. I like barely even let him kiss me because I was like, I'm not trying to like get more like into the feels on this. Yeah, still that. And then we woke up in the morning and I was like, hey, okay, we never really resolved our conversation fully. Like, is this it? And he was like, well, no, it's not that this is it. I just, like, don't have, like, capacity to do more than do it. And I'm like, I'm like, bro, that's, then that's it. Then you don't have time to hang out with me. Yeah. You don't have the interest in hanging out with me. So that's it. I'm not going to reach out anymore. Yeah. You're just trying to sugarcoat it and put it into nicer terms than I am. Yeah. And he was just like, yeah, well, I, I mean, I, yeah, I guess. And like change the subject. Why does he feel like the need to do that to you? Like, I just feel like, do you think you're that fragile? I, I mean, think it is truly embedded in men that even if they want to treat us like shit, they have to do it in a nice way. Whereas I'm like, be brutally honest with me. Tell me if you don't want to continue this because I don't I mean, want to waste my time or my feelings. I just feel like, yeah, you gave him every opportunity to be honest. Right. You know, some people don't ask for honesty, but he, like, you know, you're just like, this is the situation. Right. So, folks, here is the, um, here's the takeaway from this, right? <laughs> yeah, what is the takeaway? Lessons learned. Synthetic relationships. Absolute bullshit. If you want to date someone, date them. If you don't, don't give them fucking boyfriend and or girlfriend energy. And talk about, oh, well, we should do this and we should do that. And next yeah. time I see you, I'll do that. And next time I see you, I'll do that. Even that morning that we were like ending shit, he's like joking around. Like I have like a fucking, I literally have like a Pokemon card as my bookmark in the book that I'm reading. <laughs> Second Pokemon. So I woke up, I woke up earlier than him that morning. And so I was like reading a book while he was still sleeping and he picks up my Pokemon card and he was like, it's so funny that you use a Pokemon card as a bookmark. And he's like, I have so many good cards. Like, I'll give you one. Um, Jesus. Next time I see you. First of all, as a bookmark. <laughs> I just, I just had like a trainer card. Okay. And he was like, I have so many cool, like so many cool cards. Like I'll give you a good one. And in my head, I'm like, we're not seeing each other again after this. So Ugh. no. Oh, and I'm then, glad. and he then seems like terrible. Yes. Like, and then we're talking about Trader Joe's and he's like, oh yeah. Like I'll like, like I just got this good like waffle mix come over I'll make you breakfast like you know he's doing all of these Ugh. synthetic relationship things he wants just shut the fuck up, he wants please. to go through the motions of being in a relationship wants to like wants to like feel the nice like sweet energy of doing these things and making these plans I mean I but has no it. intention of following through because he's I, just projecting his old relationship yeah and I, I get it because like I've been there and you've been there We've definitely been way too attached. We have to girlfriend the energy. We do. We dated after relationship. That's just natural. So I can't, like, it's easy to hate on him because I'm like bitter and single and jaded for months on end. But like, I can sympathize, but think about it hard. I can sympathize. I've been through the same thing where I just like definitely put my, all my feels and my emotions and my energies into a person who didn't deserve it. That was definitely not a match. Right. Like, I just didn't see it. They saw it first. And right. You just saw it first. That's all that happened. So guys, the takeaway, right? Take a fucking step back and look yourself in the goddamn mirror and ask, do I really want to be with this person? Or do I just want to put all of my like loving, warm relationship energy into something? And if the answer is, 
I just want to put it into something, but I don't want it to be this person. Don't project that shit onto them because you are truly leading them down a fucking terrible road. So be honest with yourself and then be honest with them. And that's it. And if it's not a match, you know, for any particular reason, either because you're not in that place or because that's not the person for you, then just leave it be. Stop with these fucking bullshit, like commitment, half-assed, want to date you kind of vibes when like you fucking don't want to date them. And that's it. Be fucking honest. (laughs) And that's it. Easy, breezy, beautiful. Get the fuck out of my brain. Like you know, that was like a Quentin Tarantino like soliloquy, and I just was watching a movie. It just like I feel like a lot of people need to hear that. Yeah, myself included. So many people need to hear that. I yeah. mean, we've all done it, right? You've been yeah. like on a first date where you're like, we're really vibing, and this person's awesome. So let's plan four thousand subsequent dates even though we have no intentions of going on them just guys commit to what you're capable of and that's it that reminds me of that like a a friend's like social distance party and he was leaving he was leaving the state and i was (laughs) talking to this couple who are just moving in together like looking for an apartment in your city and uh, gotta bleep this out okay off the record off the record it's it's yeah, so they're looking for an apartment in New York City, and they're like, yeah, and I was like, I totally support couples moving in together, and then I was telling them about, like, I'm just, like, that sad person at the party, which is, like, I'm the, I got broken up with and unemployed, and I moved back home. Like, I'm that person that no one's talked to at the party that goes on, and I went on this massively long rant about, like, you know what, with me and my ex-boyfriend, like, he just, honestly... Like, he wasn't the one, you know? And if he was the one, it would have happened. And it didn't happen. And it's not the right timing. He needs to mature. And, like, that's understandable. Because if you, like... And now I'm saying it actually. But, like, I really felt so much pressure and, like, phobia and, like, stress about us being together and the marriage and, like, all of that stuff. Like, that possibility of happening. Like, when you think of someone, you should be excited to spend the rest of your life with them. You should not be stressed or, like, worried about it. You should should be all in. You should be, like, dying to start your life as soon as possible. And if you don't feel that way with someone, you're wasting your time. I'm at a barbecue for a friend send-off talking to a couple who's about to move in together. Like, if you don't fucking know right now, you don't have these strong feelings, and I didn't, and then we broke up, and I'm totally fine. <laughs> but, like, genuinely, I feel like people in relationships need to hear that, too. I think people in relationships do need to hear that. Yes, and I can attest to that, because even when R and I were together, I mean, I did see those things, like, right? Like, we planned on... Like we moved in together because we planned on moving across the country together. And, you know, ultimately, even if that didn't pan out, we planned on living together long term. If I was honest with myself, I would have stopped and thought, you know, Al, you don't listen to all the music that you really like around him. You don't listen to all your like ratchet rap music, which is really what you enjoy most of the time around him because he doesn't like it. You don't 
dress a certain way around him. You don't do all the things you like to do around him. You don't fucking drop it low in the club when you're with your friends if he's there. And we we said this earlier, but you were like the version of the app of L. Yes, that was, yes. had ads. I was L limited with our ads, right? And like they're just like, where's the fucking ad blocker? Right. Like <laughs> if you're not your premium self, mm-hmm. if you're not the fucking paid for version of yourself, then fuck it. That yeah. person is not for you. If you literally have to be on limited mode around them, then that's not your person. Yeah, I think that's also like why a lot of people do stay together because they found someone they can be like kind of authentic with. Yeah. I mean, that's beautiful. Great. One day for us, maybe. Someday. (laughs) (laughs) The fucking Matt is Yahoo song. (laughs) Okay. Um, So that's an hour on my life. So, um, B, what the, what the fuck is your life? I know I dragged out your bit because I just guys. Okay. Fair warning, I'm stoned. Um, because I just went through my entire... Oh, wait, sorry. Can I give one more closing note? I'm yeah. done dating. I deleted my hinge okay. and I am... That's not a note. That's like... A... No, no, that's a final note. That's a final note. I don't have the energy for dating anymore right now, so I have taken a hiatus. So that's all you're hearing from me. Okay, we'll see. Right now, last. mic drop, peace, bye. We'll Fuck you all. <laughs> I okay. will give you till next episode. Um, B, please continue. I will not have any further updates for the rest of 2020. Right, maybe. Right, right. Possibly. Um, yeah, so I went through my whole, like, dating thing, but basically I'm, I've moved back to the burbs, um, and I've just been getting denied by guys, like, almost dates happening, where, like, one person would match, we'll have a Zoom thing that get canceled, uh, another person, ten minutes before the date, bailed on me as I'm on the way there, canceled, um, a fuckboy, at 25 who were texting literally like hour by hour asked if we were like going to go on a date. Like we we're talking about this bar. We're both free tonight. And I was like, so are we having that drink? Nothing until 1130 PM where he texts me. Um, so you want to hang out? And I text back. If you want to hang out with me, ask me on a date. Ask me on a fucking date. Yeah. We are not friends. We are not going to like late night hang and rendezvous at the bar at 1130 PM. After not having gone on a date. Yep. Sorry, no. And then the guy, this happened last night, who fucking bailed on me 10 minutes before as I'm driving there because he's working. And I was like, are you fucking serious? You're like, this is 10 minutes before the date. Like, I'm on, like, literally the highway there. I'm meeting in, like, his neighborhood. Uh, and obviously driving because we're in the burbs. And then he's like, yeah, like, it work is running. I supposed to be done by 745, but now I'm, like, not. For an 8 o'clock date, folks. 8 uh, o'clock date. By the way, he also, I didn't tell you this before, he said he didn't have Wi-Fi except in the lounge. And he didn't have my number, so he couldn't call me. And he says that because... Earlier we were talking, he asked for my number and I said, sorry, I don't exchange numbers until after a good first date. Bruh, you work in investment banking and you can't afford data on yeah. your phone? You only have Wi-Fi? It's not a third world country. You can't use the I don't have the Wi-Fi excuse. That doesn't fly anymore. I'm sorry, no. I literally don't know where you are or who you are if you don't have data. What are you doing? What are you doing? I mean, what are we sitting abroad in Prague? Like you're, you're no, sitting, you're, you're sitting here waiting for all your texts to send when you step into the lounge. So I feel like him saying like that snide comment, not getting my number. It's like, oh, well, you didn't give me your number. 
So it's your fault that we're not I going could, out tonight. I, well, I couldn't exactly call you. That's like what he said. And then he's like, we can reschedule or like, cancel. I was like, yeah, I'm fucking canceling. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I hope you have a good night. I'm like, your problem was that you valued your time more than mine. To cancel 10 minutes before, like, he knows I'm not in that neighborhood. I was, it takes 15 minutes to get there. I was 10 minutes away. I actually got off of my exit because I, I got that text while I was driving and I saw my exit. And I was like, I have a feeling that this is him canceling. Yep. So we talked about this before when we recorded before the episode was unfortunately, <laughs> in the before un- unfortunately lost. But, um, um, yeah, 10 minutes before a date, reasonably, you're either both at the place or you're on route to the place. You know, no one is just rolling out of bed 10 minutes before. Yeah, I could have been parking. Undressed. I could have been out of the, I, sometimes I get yes. there 10 minutes early to yeah. order a drink at the bar. Scope out the place, yeah, right? Know. Happens. Um, so, yeah, we we're trying to figure out what what is a what's a reasonable amount of time before a date to cancel. Um, you said an hour. I said an hour and a half. So I said an hour at the very minimum. If you cancel on me an hour before, I probably will not go out with you again unless there's a very, very extenuating circumstance, right? Someone died. Your car caught on fire on the highway. You yourself died and then came back to life. <laughs> um, Ten minutes before. That's it. No, those are the only reasons. So rude. And like literally I had dinner with my family before I rushed dinner to go there. Like, <laughs> yeah, reasonably, I would say two hours at a minimum is fair because an hour and a half before, even if you're not on route yet, you've started getting ready. Yep. So, yeah, fuck that. We are not here for any bullshit, like canceling in short proximity to the no, date. And I told him that I really feel like I said this on a massive rant. I'm sorry. The anger is not here anymore, but like, you know, he definitely has done this to another girl. Like, yeah, absolutely. The fact that he's gotten away with this to say that they think it's okay to cancel 10 minutes before. Right. I'm sure some other girl is just like, Oh my God. Like, yeah, totally. Like he's an investment banker. Like they're so busy. Like, no, your time is valuable. Right. He this is a learned he's behavior. He's telling you right now, right on the first date, he does not, value your fucking time right. or your energy because you just I just fucking got ready for it I put on eyeliner you know eyeliner is fucking hard to put bitch on. I have not worn eyeliner since March if I put on eyeliner for a date like and you don't show up that's that's it that's it forever yeah I'm trying We're to done. TikTok makeup and stuff like it's like new it's different it takes time and like I've gotten ready and like I mean the day wasn't a wash because he canceled I immediately called my ex-roommate P who was up in Westchester and we were like I was like what are you doing he's like I heard you're up here and he's like yeah I was like great I'm gonna pick you up we're gonna drink Manhattan's salvage <laughs> the night that's I, it yeah I, but still I unacceptable yeah completely unacceptable behavior like this is what it is, though. Like, I honestly, I'm at, I'm kind of at where you're at with, like, the deleting of the apps in a way. Like, but I just don't want to give up. And I'm just so annoyed as well. Like, I can't even get a fucking date. I can't even get a first date with a mediocre guy. Because these guys ain't shit. They're not, like, special. They're not super hot. They're not super cool. They're not well-traveled. You know, they're just fucking average guys I wouldn't look twice over. But, like, because, like, the dating pool is so bad here... It's, it's like, I just take what I can get and yeah. like I try at like, 
even things I know I wouldn't like. like this guy I was going to go on a date with, I was not excited for this day. You can ask my sister. I was just like, she's like, why are you even going? I'm like, honestly, I just want to go on a Sometimes date. Sometimes you just have to go on the date. I don't know if that sounds like crazy, but like, I just wanted to like go out, like get dressed, look pretty, go on a date, have a drink, like meet someone who wants to fuck me. Like, I don't know. Like that would be nice. Yeah, no, honestly, and and that's fine. Like, sometimes you just need, like, a good night out for, like, both your self-confidence and also just to, like, do something. Even if it's just, like, going through the motions, it's, like, getting out of the house, being in, like, that dating mindset, like, almost, like, manifesting in a way. Like, I'm going to go out. I'm going to have a good night. I'm going to go on a date because I am currently dating. And my self-confidence is probably, like, the lowest right now. Oh, my God, same. We are out here depressed. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't think I'm... We are on the edge. (laughs) I don't think I'm fuckable. Like, look at what the fuck I'm wearing. I'm wearing biker shorts and a big t-shirt. This is not a confident woman. Babe, biker shorts are it. Fuck you. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, it's obviously, it's in, it's on trend. I wouldn't wear it on It's trend. so on trend. You could go out in that. But, like, it's, like, depressed on trend. You know, like, there's a reason biker shorts and oversized t-shirts are the look because we're all in quarantine. Like, I'm You're sure saying depressed on trend, it. like, that isn't the whole fucking trend. I mean, that's true. <laughs> that's the mood. I always look, he also had the part about the TikTok getting cut <laughs> earlier. Wait, what TikTok? You were talking about snail witch talk. Oh my god. You guys, <laughs> you guys, I'm scrolling through TikTok, like scrolling into the abyss this morning as I wake up. And um, I suddenly find myself on snail slash witchcraft TikTok. It's literally a TikTok video of a snail um, pushing a mini Ouija board. It's insane. I was so freaked out when you sent that to me. I, I sent like, it I to be. Like hex was cast. On yes, I me. sent it to be, and I was like, "How did I get on this level? How of did you get on snail witch? I talk? don't fucking know. What were the steps that led me up until this point? <laughs> I am not sure. It's like frog talk. Frog talk is like spoken. Oh, about. I've been on frog talk. Oh, I know you definitely. <laughs> Sense. The algorithm is working. Guys, I was on Coke TikTok like two days ago. Like, I don't know where I am. I am teetering in between worlds right now. Seasonal depression, all the different depressions are upon me, and I don't know what the fuck it's manifesting, but like clearly it. strange um, amphibian esque animals are within that somewhere. Yeah, I feel like it's just like I make a TikTok and then I get immediately like really embarrassed by myself and existing. The oh, fact dude. That I made a TikTok. I made that one a couple of days ago. I don't know if you, oh, the, the work one. Yeah. Um, I made that. And then for the next 24 hours, I was like, I might get fired because of this TikTok that got <laughs> three likes. <laughs> like, can you imagine? I just feel like a shame and like, but you know what? Like I, after I read, uh, what, what book was it? Uh, I think how to win friends and influence people. Mm, and I never finished whole, that, which is why I have no friends and I'm also not influential. Uh, it, it didn't say anything groundbreaking, honestly, but like one of the notes from it was that most people are just thinking of themselves most of the time. Humans are just incredibly narcissistic. Yes. So we're just like hypercritical of ourselves. Someone probably saw our TikTok was like, that's just L doing a talk. <laughs> Um, but you know what I mean? Like people, like think about everyone you've re- reacted with. 
like online. Like you don't really care that much about what they do. No, really. not that much. No. Like and even if they do something kind of cringe, you're like, haha or nah. Like whatever. But I think more people respect you putting yourself out there. It's it's the same reason why um like every fucking self help thing about how to connect with people or whatever tells you to ask questions and to mirror, right? Like cause asking questions, any person can talk about themselves. So if you get someone talking about themselves, they like you for it. Yeah. Because yeah. you gave them yeah. the opportunity. You gave them the fucking platform. And then mirroring, right? Like if someone's putting their hand on their head as they're talking and you put your hand on your head, they're like, wow, this person is so similar to me. Yeah. My dad does that, does that in business meetings, like client dinners. He eats the same pace they eat. Oh my God, your dad is so good at that. I've been to business dinners. With he him. is so good your dad's at that. Key mirror I can't. I'm just like, I'm stuffing the steak right now. <laughs> your dad like finishes clients' sentences in like a weird way, but in a way that's like, almost like low key enough that it doesn't seem obvious. He's good at what he does, obviously. Right. A lot of what he does is eating and drinking but, and smoozing. But yeah, that's it. So, so maybe the, the pro tip for Alex, <laughs> I don't even want to translate this into a pro tip because the second the sentence started to come out of my mouth, I'm like, it's like a cliff notes for how to fuck around and like, right. I'm like, a, this feels like, um, you're welcome. This feels like us training young, like sociopathic daters. Which is like, just do everything your date is doing. <laughs> Honestly, like, this is solid advice. You guys are getting the cliff notes of life from us right now. You really are. I mean, we've, we've lived we've this shit. Book, I wrote a book for you. Yeah. It, how's your jewel? Like, what flavor do you have? Is it like full? What's your I pot? think I'm on 5% mint. Cool mint. Can I hit that? My pods out and I'm out of pods. I'm close to the end, but I'm still hanging in there. All right, cool. <laughs> Close to the edge. It's like the fucking caption for my week. Yep. So in any case, dating is shit and I'm over it. Um, I'm not giving up. I need to go on a date. No, you should, you so should definitely keep going. Oh, I, know, I but it's just been like so shit. I will likely, um, inflict some sort of, um, emotional damage on myself if I continue. So I need a, a hiatus. And by the way, listeners, a hiatus is okay. If you feel like you need to take a date from braiding. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be What in the fuck? If you feel like you need to take a date. Wait, what? A break. <laughs> fuck, not date, not date. A date. Wait, a break Wait, a date. A date from. Fuck, a date from. A date from. A date from. Wait. No, a break <laughs> from dating. <laughs> Break from dating. Why do you keep saying? Why do you keep saying dating first? <laughs> it's like a hex. It won't let me say it. It won't let me say it's it. Snake. No, it's snail talk. talk. It's snail talk. Snail talk. Put a hex on me, and I can't say a date from breaking. Fuck. Oh my god. It's snail talk. <laughs> if you need to take a break. From dating, fucking do it. It's fine. Sometimes you need to step back to recalibrate. I don't like that being our takeaway. Oh my god! Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just flip into your drink? 
I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Folks, I don't know what's going on. This is our most unhinged of, of several episodes and maybe even seasons. We've had a lot of emotion. We started off, let's be frank, very depressed and sad because we lost... A, Did we, we lost, drink all of this? We drank... <laughs> Okay, first of all, we're gonna t- we, we're gonna put this on the minutes of me ranting. That's why my energy is low. We like, also to get high. We also lost two thirds of a bottle of Tully. I don't even feel that drunk. I don't really either. Something seems wrong. Should we switch alcohol? This isn't working. We're just not getting drunk off whiskey. I could. We might be immune. I don't think I get immune to whiskey. So, dude, okay, guys, folks, first the example, the what we're drinking, the what we're drinking. Of course, every episode. How can we not do it? What it would drinking? be so rude for us to not do this. Of course, we're drinking Tullamore Dew, which Elle gifted me um, for my new apartment. It was a housewarming. And um, okay, so this is seven hundred and fifty mil. It is, and if you have at home right now. If you have a Tullamore Dew, which I hope you do as a listener to us, like that's like a real trip. Like that is our preferred whiskey. If you love us, right? This, you should, you should feel our energy. Go drink some Tully. Buy Tullamore Dew. We're not sponsored. We love Tullamore Dew. No, we're not in any way sponsored. I would never want to take money from them. They'd make God. They would never offer it to us. I just wouldn't take it. They're doing us a public service. Listen, two ice cubes. Some Tully. That's it. That's it. Fill up a third of the glass, right? Like if you're a first time whiskey drinker, don't fill that shit all the way up. Don't hurt yourself. Third of the glass, two ice cubes. You're good. You're good. That's all you need. Okay. So 700. So get your Tullamore Dew for all our true OG listeners. Sorry, guys. Whatever. Um, look at your 750 mil of Tullamore Dew. We are below the green, the bottom of the green label. We have drank we opened, I you would, opened, you opened the seal today, right? You we opened the, the seal. I, I broke the seal on that bottle and this, I would warrant a guess. I would, I would hazard a guess that we are left at maybe 300 mils. We have maybe drank 450. Oh fuck. Okay. Wait, wait, 450 mils. Let's of talk, whiskey. Let's talk science. Let's talk logistics, right? So I don't feel that drunk. You don't feel that drunk. We drank this much Tully. Why not keep going? Let's see how. I think how we should keep going. If we can finish the bottle, we should. Oh my god, we should do. Okay, let's keep drinking. <laughs> let's Obviously, keep drinking. We're just like, what are we drinking? And let's keep recording. All right. And let's I've got just, the space, hopefully. Hopefully, right? <laughs> Guys, so the, yeah, the T, TLDR from um, before to now was that we started recording, and then B was out of space on her laptop. So our first dramatic. recording was completely lost, 30 minutes gone. It was just me ranting, honestly. I mean, you guys didn't miss that much, honestly. I kind of summed it up. There was some good shit in there. Though. There was some good shit. I know. Guys, I, 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 I'm, I'm upset. And what are our... Are our episodes if they're not just continuous rants? I right? know. Yeah, I know. I'm upset. Obviously, I'm upset. We lost. Don't all dismiss of that. that. It's good content. content. I know. That's why I don't want to acknowledge good content because we did lose it, and I was just trying not to another like lost this. episode. Another last episode, we had, of course, the 420 episode that was literally one of the best episodes that God. the best episode of my life. Guys, it was so good, and literally, we started that episode sober. And we ate, did we eat edibles yes. or did we drink something? We, we, we did the edibles. Yes, they were edible edibles. 
And then it not drinkable edibles. An hour in, and we were just like perfectly stoned. We were twenty recording on four twenty episode talking about past weed stories, like high school, everything, everything, like Like, everything that brought us from our past until now, like the the literal like culmination of who we are. It was like sad. It was happy. It was funny. It was dramatic. We laughed. We cried. We got more stoned. (laughs) It was one of the best episodes ever. And in true 420 fashion, we go to check the recording at the end and it was like, we were never recording. We never hit start. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds so much more, so much less scientific when you put it that way. Oh, I mean, like one day, one day we will recreate that episode, but it's too soon right now. It's too soon. Too soon. soon. Um, B, can we put a picture of that bottle on the gram right now? And then our check-in as we continue. I deleted Instagram from my phone. That's literally. Can you tell? No, not really. Turn it. Yeah. You have to turn it more. Wait, you're still taking it head on. Turn it a little bit sideways. I I get it from here. Because then you can see just below the line right there. Okay, just point it out, yeah. Okay. Oh, fuck my tattoos in it. <laughs> is, is that hand too obvious? Would you recognize my hand? Bitch, no. <laughs> okay. Uh, so what is it, hour 15? <laughs> Hope someone asks us a question. I hope so too. Such as, will you guys die tonight? I don't think so. I can't believe we got through that much. Honestly, now I just, I feel like pretty confident that we can do this. I do too. I feel like I'm, I'm glad we're having an audio recording of this. Because look at that. We're so close. We're so close. We're almost there. And we've done this neat. Can we just neat. say... No chaser. No sugar. No no chaser. chaser. No mixer. I think that's why we've gone as far as we did. Because if you added sugar into this, we would just be kind of fucked up. Because sugar gets you fucked up. Sugar gets you drunk. You know what, too? If there was any type of mixer in it, the volume would be getting us bloated. Yeah. And we would feel full and we wouldn't really want to drink as much. Yeah, I feel fine. I feel pretty good. I I feel feel okay. I truly don't really feel drunk. <laughs> I like, I just want to like cut this dress be like completely smashed. <laughs> I mean, we'll see. We're just so confident The right night now. is young. It's time will like, we'll tell. Absolutely not. Feel good. Feel good. I just feel like I went on a rant with, on our Twitter recently and I've, I'm going to read some of it. Too. Yeah, let's go ahead. Let's because know. maybe this will actually be a fucking follow up. Oh my God. You know what I loved and we should totally do again. Do you remember when R and yes. J yes. were on and they yes. were reading and they were playing whose tweet was whose? I love that game. I love it was that so game. much fun. We need a third party. <laughs> we, can't play with each other. we can't play because we know the answer. Yes. <laughs> if it's not me, it's you. Now, sometimes we forget who tweeted what. We're like, this is just. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. There have been times that I've literally seen a tweet and been like, 
was this me? <laughs> well, um, I'm a big to t- tell tales, my punctuation, but I've been mimicking me, mimicking your punctuation when I tweet from the share mm-hmm. thing. So people don't know which one this is. Cause I do have a specific, I'm you just don't, like, you don't capitalize. I don't, you don't capitalize anything. I yeah. Capitalize anything. I'm like Hemingway and just like raw prose, you know, raw prose. That's it. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Fucking drinking whiskey, raw prose, no fucking punctuation. Even when men apologize, it doesn't seem genuine. What's a good way to say fuck your bullshit apology? <laughs> yeah, even when men apologize, I don't know why why it doesn't feel genuine when men apologize. It just doesn't, especially over text. It's just like, well, I'm sorry you feel that way. Like, at least maybe the men recently. No, but that's life. it. That's it, though. That's the key piece. <laughs> it's never a I'm sorry for my actions. Mm-hmm. It's a... I'm sorry that you feel that way. Yeah. I'm sorry that you're frustrated. Yeah. Right. It's always like this almost like backhanded. S- it's sorry. this subtle gaslight. Yeah. It's this subtle like gaslighting. Like, I'm sorry that you are upset right now. Yes. That is why it never feels genuine when a man apologizes is because they're always kind of gaslighting you in it for the most part. I just, I tweeted that. I really, I really felt that. Um, specifically, <laughs> because I've gotten like two messages of the same, <laughs> of the same, like, sorry. So I, I don't want to tell you the guys or the backstory really, but I'll read you the messages back to back. So I actually, I haven't done this. So this is a response. The first one, A. Sorry, dude. I was with a girl. I can only focus on one Oh my God. You read me this time. One. Yep. Next apology that I got that read the same to me. Sorry, I've had shit to do, but if that's how you feel, then that's fine. So wait, so let's let's back up. So when the guy from Sarah Lawrence canceled on you the second time, was there anything after that? Oh, yeah. I, I don't know if we're still matched, but I can check. I mean, it might be. We're just getting all the apology. There's no good sorry unless the sorry is. I don't think I've ever fucking done this. I'm a fucking moron. Okay, Sarah Lawrence guy. I'm sorry. I'm getting really stressed about upcoming classes. I have a deadline tomorrow night. Fuck you. I would be happy to reschedule if that's what you would like. If that's what you would like. Really sorry. If that's what you would like. Yeah. Okay, listen. Like, I'm not the one who is the busy schedule here. I don't care if we're, uh, guys, we've talked about this before. Honestly, if you weren't here for it, I don't even care anymore. But we're going to talk to each other like we've known about this for like right now. Like, it's just us in the room. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> guys, this is for us. <laughs> Him saying that, like, it's your schedule. You've rescheduled on me. Wait, did we put, was this on the old episode yes. or the new episode so, that I said this thing? This was, I mean, I don't know what you said to response to this, but we fuck. Guys, I'm repeating myself. Just, just fuck right off. Right. Just skip 10 seconds. No, ahead. we haven't talked about this. But if you, if you are the one to cancel, the onus is on you to reschedule. Yeah. That is true in every fucking facet of your life. Mm-hmm. You are an adult. If you want to hang out with someone and you have to cancel, then you propose the new time to hang out again. Mm-hmm. If it's your friend, if it's a love interest, if it's anyone in your life, that is you, buddy. And like the thing is, like he had, we had plans for Friday. He canceled because he had a group thing, 
And then Saturday, prime time, Saturday night, 8 p.m., I was already with my friend. He asked me to hang out. And I, like, was like, no, I already committed to this, like, you know, fucking online date. And the reason we're doing an online date, because he asked for a fo- photographic proof of my corona test, because he lives with four other people. Yep, yep. And he's from out of state, so I was like, okay, like, maybe you're th- treating this like like that. But, like, photographic proof is just like, where's your photographic proof? Are you yeah. sending me your test results? Like, it's the double standard there that really pissed me off. That's it's it. the double for, standard it's for, for me. me. <laughs> for me. <laughs> it's the I can't double standard not, for me. There's not more TikTok references. There's so many nuggets in here. It's like a Rick and Morty episode of TikTok references. <laughs> Oh my god, I had this great idea. Okay. Now, this would require us being non-anonymous. Anonymous. Technically anonymous. Um, but a TikTok where we play a clip of one of our episodes, but we swap and we're voicing over each other's parts. <laughs> I actually love that. How fucking good is that? That would just be so funny. It's literally me being you and you being me. I would love that. I think our friends would love that. I think that would just be the funniest thing in the world. What if, like, and maybe, like, a limited version of it is us reading each other's tweets? Like, how can we do it in a way where we're not um, ruining our anonymity? I mean, okay, idea for the tweets, which I just thought about now, is that we do read each other's tweets. Like, we go down the timeline. You read mine, and I read yours. That feels... I mean, yeah, that feels like we don't have to breach... Yeah. Um, the sanctity yeah. of the pod. But we're hearing each other also read each other's tweets, uh, which I think is funny. But you know what? Like, we have so many good clips of the pod, though, where that would be so funny. Oh, my God. Clips of the pod going viral on, like, TikTok. Guys, like, if we made... I was actually thinking about that, like, making audio clips... And, like, you can use the audio for video. And no one has to know, right? Like, we could just be... Nobody has to know. If you're not... If you're not if TikTokers... You're not if you're not TikTokers, you didn't get that you're last done. reference. You're done. How would they know? How, <laughs> how would they know? Nobody's gonna... They're gonna know. <laughs> But seriously, though, like, if we just did voiceovers as ourselves of us on the pod, it would just sound like we're doing a voiceover of anything else. Guys, if you feel, like, inclined, like, send us a message. I will actually make a TikTok, and I will make audio clips of the the pod. If anyone else feels that we should be doing this, please let us know. We'll we'll, make audio clips. We will do this. Anyone can use the audio clips. You can do whatever you want. You can do weird shit. You guys can voice over our clips. Yeah. Oh my god, wait. We should just be record we should just be uploading sound bites. That's what I'm saying, bro. With, without our faces in it. Yes, obviously that's what I'm saying. Bitch, I'm talking about something completely different. I know, voiceover. But I, I'm also saying that's but, something we could do. But yes, right now we fans. just do sound bites yeah. because then we're not our anonymity is not breached mm-hmm. and our fans can just record over it. So yeah, fans, DM us if you would like sound bites. Um, and if there are any particular episodes or clips in particular that you want, let us fucking know. And we'll make it happen. Make it happen. We'll make it happen. We'll let's it do on the TikTok. Twitter thing now, though. That'll be fun. Okay, let's do the Twitter thing. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. So, guys, welcome to our... Well, I'll add a fun sound for this. Twitter. 
Twitter time. All right. Fuck you, Twitter time. <laughs> Twitter time. <laughs> um, okay, so I'll, we're going to start chronologically. We'll, we'll skip over retweets, obviously. Yeah, also, if you've done like six in a row, let's just maybe, you know, let's cut to the, let's cut to a back and forth kind of uh, cadence. Oh, guys, yes, <laughs> we're reading each other's tweets. We're being each other. I am B and B is L. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm reading L's tweets. Uh, we have, we I hope shared. we're discernible enough that you guys, like, know a real difference between us. I guess um, this for this test. to be funny. This is a test. OG listeners obviously would follow us on Twitter. Our, I, our, our Twitter handle is not URGF podcast. So me and L, for like shits and gigs, you're reading the tweets I've tweeted from our shared account. Yep. I'm reading. The tweets that you've tweeted from the shared account. Yes. So let's take it from the top. Go. Okay. I miss fucking hot European men. I think as a woman, I'm drawn to men in sweats because if they don't care about themselves, they don't care about me either. And that's kind of hot. Moving back to my hometown has made dating apps the useless. I don't need to see men. I would never fuck one after the other. If he takes longer to text back than it takes you for your seamless to get delivered, throw the man away. <laughs> True change. True. I'm going to have to start DMing guys on TikTok to get laid. <laughs> it took me five hours of drinking last night for my date to start denouncing COVID and simping for billionaires. Five hours of my life wasted. <laughs> <laughs> my brother asked me to start dating girls yesterday. I'm tempted. (laughs) (laughs) I've gotten so much taller since I started dating. I swore I'm 5'4", but now I'm almost eye level with (laughs) 5'11". Name a bigger red flag. I'll wait. Images. Dream dinner guest, Joe Rogan. (laughs) Lols. Just realizing my love for Australian men probably entirely comes from my childhood days of watching the Crocodile Hunter. This is true. (laughs) the problem with swiping in the burbs is that i keep thinking all these guys would have bullied me in high school but would fuck me now my vagina is confused it truly is confused (laughs) it's a it's a it's a a hard time cancel that date ladies it's called (laughs) (laughs) self-care ladies never forget to ask how many pillows he has is that you or me that's you oh is it yeah Really? The two above are me. Okay. Um, need to remind myself that guys being into me is an, is not a personality trait. This is true. I really also need to be reminded of that. Yes. Eating leftovers from the dinner that my date paid for last night the morning after getting fucked is a mood. That's true. If I have to Google your location, it's a left swipe for me, dog. Compliment a man and you have his attention for a day insult a man and you're in his head for the rest of his life that Hasht- is that is the most true hashtag word. pro tip <laughs> the truest words i've ever tweeted so true <laughs> i know i've said some rowdy off-base shit to men on dates but i've never truly feel appreciated for it until one of them writes a viral tweet about it. <laughs> he can absolutely receive it <laughs> <laughs> Having a new bay on social media is so destabilizing. It's like you're texting me sweet things, and I want to enjoy that. But I also know every single thing you've done while I've been waiting for for your text back, and I'm mad now. <laughs> okay, I feel like follow us on Twitter, right? Follow us on fucking That's Twitter. That is the clear message of this. Also, like, 
please stand. Uh, what's the expression I'm looking for? <laughs> stand guard, stand hold, hold down, hold base, hold something. What am I asking them to do? Um, stand watch, hold steady. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Um, Wait, I'm recording. Hold tight. Hold tight. Hang tight. Hang tight. Move tight. Hang tight. Hang tight. Felt right. Yeah. I also want to eat an eggplant. Eat an eggplant. It's an egg roll. It's an egg roll. This is egg roll ASMR. (laughs) Um, hang tight for our TikTok sound bites. This is Juuling ASMR. If you hear that sweet crackle, DM. So I've had like the most New York diet in the last two days. Like yesterday, my pizza with my family came back here, drank, I mean, Manhattan's, Negroni's, hard seltzer. Came and he brought pizza and shishito peppers. And it was like a game oh of like, Every like every other shishito pepper was super spicy, but like you know, some of them were sweet. Okay, so shishito peppers. The like, science is that it's supposed food. to be one out of ten are spicy. I mean, but I felt- swear every time I get them, it is one out of every two or three. And I just think I've got bad fucking luck. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, I'm like the science is false. It's true. And I feel like I get, I got I bad luck with shishito peppers. I do too. And more pizza for dinner. So I have pizza and then pizza. And then today we're having Chinese food. I'm like, there's only like, there's not, there's not that many places in the world ever that you can have just really good pizza and also really good Chinese takeaway. It's usually one or the other or none at all. This is valid. You said Chinese tonight. And I was like, I haven't had Chinese food in a while. My immediate thought was like, meh. And then I was like, no. <laughs> Suburban New York Chinese food is the shit. It's the shit. It's not like super dirty Chinese food. It's like elevated a little bit. It's a little elevated, yeah. It's not that greasy. You don't absolutely hate yourself after. You medium hate yourself after. Mm-hmm. Okay, wait. I'm going to tell you about the other date I went on this week. So this is in the process of me like cleaning out the queue, right? Like, cause I decided for myself that after, um, Bed-Stuy guy that I was sick of dating and that I needed to take some time off. So I was like, I just need to go on dates with all of the guys that I'm talking to right now so I can just cross them off the list. So there was this, um, brown dude that I went out with maybe like a month and a half ago, um, on our first date. First date was like, great we had really good conversation the whole time a lot of laughs we like liked all the same music he was like really into like rap and all of the same um rappers that i really like so we had a lot of good conversation around that he's from the midwest which is a hard sell for us Um, excuse me excuse me yep midwest is tough for us guys it's tough but what do you mean you have always given me shit shit for dating midwest guys honey listen so um i didn't know he was from the midwest yeah that's also been my excuse too bitch i didn't know we went out and at the end of the first date i decided we were going to be friends you don't you don't this is not what is this there's no friends on tinder or hinge 
I hate those well, people who are like, "Where? What are you looking for, friends?" Um, this is what I decided after the first date because I was like, I cannot become romantically involved with this dude. So just don't be involved because I don't guy. see it going anywhere. But he's really like fun. Like I have like a fun time with him. And yeah, but he always wants to fuck you. And you can't have just, a friendship based off someone wanting to fuck you. I've done it before. Yeah, that's almost exclusively. It doesn't work. I've <laughs> done it before, and I you cannot build a friendship. Might do it again. He still wants to fuck you. You just don't want to fuck him. And one day that's going to change. Um, He's playing long game. He might be, but I well, listen. Is. So after the first date, um, I kind of. Was busy for the past, like, few weeks or so, which, like, was genuine. Um, and then we made plans to go out again. So we went out this past Wednesday. Prior to the date, I wanted to tell him that I just wanted to be friends. But um, I was convinced by a friend to see how I felt after the second date. Who's this friend? Who's this friend? M. M was like, see how you feel because sometimes the feeling needs to grow. And I, I feel that because I'm not. I hate that advice, honestly, because like for me, physical attraction and just that immediate emotion, pheromones, like knowing what, how you like feel about someone in the first three seconds, you kind of like already made like 50, like, um, I don't know, like, uh, what's the word? Like preconceived like notions about someone. Yeah. Like, no, me, I, I feel like gut reaction, all of that shit is really important and you can't just like wait for a date for that spark to happen. So it's not there. That's not. So for me, physical attraction is usually like out the gate. I know if I have a physical attraction to someone, but the sexual attraction specifically isn't always there immediately. Like sometimes I like, like I think someone's hot sexual and physical. Cause sometimes I think that someone's hot, but I don't necessarily feel the, um, like maybe it's the comfort like maybe it's like the familiarity to feel like I want to like be intimate with them. Mm-hmm. So even if I think that they're hot and I want to like, like I want to like have that with them because they're hot. I don't know if I really feel like I'm like ready to take that step or like feel like the chemistry is there. Like someone can be hot, but you don't have chemistry with them for sure. Yeah. So it's both of those things for me together. Yeah. So I think that's like, if. For a lot of people, that's just, like, it, right? Yeah. Balance of both. Yeah. And so that's always, that's not always immediate for me. So I decided, okay, yes, I will give it a fair chance. I went on the first date and he was cute. And, like, we had really good conversation, but I didn't feel like this, like, the sexual attraction. So I'll go on a second date with him and see how I feel. On the second date, it was really clear that, like, we get along. We have a really good time together. He's down to like roll with the punches, like down to like do whatever, have a really good time together. But I can't see myself like being physically attracted to him. Like by the end of the date, I had no like. That's what I mean, though. Like no longing desire to kiss don't. him. Yeah. Like you can no, for sure. Like, you can give that another date, but did that other date ever help? Does that ever work? Like, I don't know. I just feel. No, sometimes it does. Maybe sometimes, but once you get that, like, raw, like, chemistry, in-person, immediate, see each other across the room, like, eye contact, immediately want to fuck, kind of, like, raw physical energy, it's so hard to, like, honestly settle for anything less. Yeah, but... Like, and, and I'm not saying that that's, like, normal. I'm saying that it's, like, maybe, like, once... 
you know, or like twice in a lifetime, you have that sort of like connection with someone. But like, even just like having known that chemistry exists and experienced it yeah. yourself, it's hard to settle for like, I'll give it another date. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like for me, I, I, at the minimum, the physical thing needs to happen, but I know also people's minimums are like emotional. I Yeah, no, yeah. I get that on like a theoretical level, but like for R and I, and granted R was clearly not my soulmate, but I will say, even though when I first met him, there was a, there was more of like a personality spark there. And then that, that grew into like a physical spark. And then the sex was really good for the whole time we were together. Like we clearly were not soulmates and not on the same page. And a I lot mean, of good sex keeps a lot of people together. Listen. Yeah, exactly. Like we were not on the same page in a lot of, um, in a lot of other ways, but the sex was always good. Yeah. So that can grow. And yeah, I don't think that like from the first, you know, from the first blush, you can wave that off. Um, Cause that could potentially be there and build in time. So I wanted to give this guy like the, you know, the benefit of the doubt and give him the opportunity. But yeah, by the end of our second date, like as much good conversation as we had, it was clear that like, I didn't really feel like attracted to him in that way. Even though we had, like, a really fun time together. Mm. So, he drove me home, which was, like, really funny. Because, like, you know, live in new, fucking New York City. Like, no one drives anyone anywhere. But I know. That's, like, a literally built-in Uber. That's a massive pro on its own. Yeah. But he lived, like, not far from me. And we were going to Dumbo. So, I was like, if you're driving to our date, just pick me up on route. And he was like, okay. So, he picked me up. Um, yeah, we walked down by like the waterfront had a really nice time went to dinner had like a dope meal had like some good drinks and stuff and then he drove me home and then the only like kind of weird moment was like as I was like saying goodbye to him like reached him gave him a hug he like went in for the kiss and I like kissed him and I was just like yeah I don't really like I was kind of like in my head kiss is super important yeah, and for me, I was just like, I'm not really feeling this. So it was like a quick kiss, and I pulled back, and I was just like, I'll see you soon. And um, left it at that, and then the next day, I texted him. He texted me first, and he was like, hey, Elle, like, I had a really good night. Had a lot of fun with you again, and look forward to, like, seeing you again in the future. And after, like, a few hours, I wrote back, and I was like, Hey, I had a really fun time too, but honestly, I'd rather just be friends. And I really like debated on this because truly I'm not in a place where I want to get into a relationship at this point in my life. Right. But I really hesitated on if that was what I wanted to give as a reason or if I wanted to just like leave it ambiguous because what would be shitty is if I said to him, I would rather be friends because I'm not in a place where I want to get into a relationship. And then like, God forbid I do meet someone in the next month or two and get into a relationship. Then clearly the message to him was that like, I just didn't want to be in a relationship with you. I mean, obviously, but like, who is this fucking guy? He's just a random. No. Yeah, I know. It doesn't really matter. But at the same time, like it just feels like a, 
like a a disingenuous um, statement. I'm disingenuous really, all the fucking time. I say whatever it takes to break up with someone. I'm like, I'm going back to Westchester. If so, I need to get someone out, I would be like, I like waking up early. I've got a Pilates class. No, but it's not like he was at my place and I was kicking him out. He was out of my out of my realm, and I was just. I know, like, but like, you don't have to give him your honest answer. You can just make anything up. Just be like, I'm going through a rough time. I just got out of a relationship. Like, I'm, like, between... So, the thing uh, is, this guy specifically, he was a super nice guy, shared a lot of similar interests, and I felt like like I would want to hang out with him again. Like, I genuinely, like, would be down to hang out with him. Yeah, but, like, like, what is... Is that even, like... I feel like it's worse for him. Because he still wants to fuck you, and now he's obviously not going to say no, and he's going to be friends with you until one day you want to fuck him. So the thing is, by saying, by me saying that it's not that it's timing, but just that I would rather be friends, for me, that doesn't give like a a different obstacle, uh, a what if kind of situation. I mean, obviously for you, we're not talking about you. No, no, listen, listen, listen. I didn't give him a, I didn't give him a contingency. I didn't say I'm just not in the place for a relationship, which makes him possibly think, okay, well things could change. No, but like, I just said, I would rather be friends. He wants to fuck you. Yeah. And I said that. So linear like that. But I said that to him too. I said, I would rather be friends. I understand no one's on hinge just for friends. So if you don't, if you're not down with that, I'm okay. Like, I understand though. Then what did he say? He said, yeah, that's cool. Like, thank you for being honest with me. Let me know if you want to hang out. So what, you're friends with this random So we're, we're just going to be friends. Okay, well, all right. Get ready to meet him. This is like... I bullshit. But <laughs> it's not though. Yeah, it is because he obviously still wants to fuck you. He's just biding his time. But I mean, I was very clear with him and told him. Who that- gives a fuck? Are you serious? Do you think he gives a fuck about your 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 fucking boundaries? Like, yeah, but but also by the same token, if he said okay, then why should I give a fuck? He, of course, he's going to say okay. If he didn't say okay, you'd come off as a dick. Like you gave him no, you don't actually. No, 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 no. Um, Bedside guy told me he wanted to be friends, and I countered with, "No, I want to casually date you." So, yeah, but like you actually like like a guy would say anything just to like possibly fuck you. Okay, <laughs> you know I mean? um, like, I my friend like- C. Yeah. My friend C two years ago was like, I'm not in a place for a relationship and I just like would rather be friends with you. And we're actually friends now. I brought him to fucking Thanksgiving at your house. Yeah, but you guys also shared like an air mattress together and cuddled. So. We cuddled. We're just friends. Cuddling is not platonic. We've been 100% platonic Cuddling since then. Cuddling is not platonic. It's for the podcast. I'm literally saying um, microphone. By platonic, we have never made out or had sex since then. Okay, well, I mean, first of all, you said since then. I mean, like, wait, no, since, since, the, since the conversation, not since Thanksgiving. I mean, still, like, I mean, you fucked. That's it takes away from like maybe you guys are friends now, sure, but this guy 
Also, you haven't tested your relationship. You haven't gone for coffee with this guy. You don't know if this guy is just also just a thing. No, we'll see. We'll see, right? But from just a, but to out like, the you know, not make it awkward as well. Out the just gate. saying it, not to rock the boat. Be like, I'm not going to like, 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 we'll be friends, quote unquote, and then you'll never text each other again. That seems like the perfect I situation. actually, I have full intentions to hang out with this guy. All right, cool. Most of my friends have left Brooklyn in the face of the pandemic. Fucking lames. Um, I lost my job, so I believe. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. <laughs> Not relevant here. <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm joking, but seriously, like, I do intend to be friends with this guy. Well, he does definitely need to stop. If he, if he doesn't, and if he wants something more, then that's going to be yeah, it. Yeah, I'm going to bring this motherfucking episode. I'm going to play this all over again, and you can relive it real it's, time. It's no loss of mine. That's the point, is that I don't give a shit, and I told him... I am down to be friends. And he said, sure. And so if he wants something more than that, I have not miscommunicated anything. Yeah, what happened to no new friends? What happened to Drake rules? I've been perfectly honest. And to be fair, I can't say no new friends because I've excommunicated so many of my old friends that I barely have friends I like in Brooklyn anymore. I think, are, I think that's an excellent word. I attribute that to the Catholic Church. And Please, I, attribute I, that I, to my I, English I, honors upbringing. I mean, it's a Catholic, it's a Catholic word, excommunicating someone. Okay, well, church. thank you. But please also give credit to my fucking high school honor system. Fine. I just feel like we should excommunicate people more often. Bitch, I've excommunicated almost everyone in my life. That's what I'm saying. They're new friends. Listen. This guy's in my neighborhood. I like to eat out. I like restaurants. I like clothing places. He's I like bookstores. I'm literally predicting it now. I literally wonder. cannot see and I won't say never. Like I, <laughs> that, that's what he's hoping. <laughs> I never, I will never say never because I feel like, um, saying never is like almost picks, picks. Come on, I need some other. I need like a. I have no, I have no intention. I have no intentions. I deleted hinge. I have pictures of him. Wait. Oh yeah, I need pictures. Okay, I can't. I can't string up a. You can describe them to me, I guess, but. Okay, wait. It's kind of hard. I made him take test photos of the lighting when he was taking a picture of me at the Dumbo waterfront. So I have a few. I know Dumbo lighting. Let me see this bitch. Uh, yeah, he's a total simp. Are you serious? He's really cute, but. He's all right. He's not really cute. No, he's, he's like, no, he's got a very good. Oh, come on. He's got a, a cute face, good body. You know, bed bay. I'm like, a semi, like, uh, am obsessed with you. Yeah. Like, I think about you constantly. You know what was the worst? On our, um, I'm not even going to call it a date. Our last, like, meeting up when we talked about things and whatever. There was a point in the night when I was very drunk, and he was very drunk, and um, we were talking about the night that I had, like, drunkenly called him. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, the next morning, like, when you texted me, I realized that you had probably been on a bad date. And I was like, oh, wow, like. I'm not so dumb. I was like, oh, you thought that? And he was like, yeah, I just, like, had a feeling. And he's like, I'm smart. Like, I don't, like, like, I'm not, like, dumb. Like, I realized. Well, you're 29 years old. You should have some sort of fucking wits about you. And I was like, oh, that's funny. And 
then he starts talking and I'm like, by the way, you're not that smart. Like, <laughs> I'm like, by the way, you're not that smart. I posted an outfit pic and then a cocktails pic. Oh, yeah. The night before. Like, I was trying to make it apparent that I was on a date. So you're not that smart. I thought it was like pretty obvious based on what I was posting. And he was like, oh, I saw those stories and I didn't even think about it. Like, I don't really think about you on dates. And I was like, wow, you just don't give a single fuck about me. That is so linear. I mean, like... It's like, you really don't give a shit about what I'm doing if you're not thinking about me being on other dates. Yeah. I don't know. I just haven't felt that, like... I don't expect to feel that feeling anytime soon of that, like, you know, that, like, passion, that, like, romance, like, swept up in the moment. Like, I feel that that happens, like, few and far and I don't see that happening for me anytime soon with anyone around here. <laughs> so, but like having experienced that feeling, it's like hard to also just kind of like go back and like accept a vanilla whatever. Though I am that de- desperate at this point that I have tried to accept so many below average dudes, so many guys out of my league. Literally, I've been like messaging, double messaging guys just to go on a motherfucking date. Like, just to feel something. I can't even feel the bare minimum at this point. Like, it's just so fucking awful. Have you thought about, like, increasing your radius and dating guys in the city again? Ugh. Like, I just don't want to commute for dick. And, like, I also just... It just feels like so much of a hassle, you know? Um... Like, I mean, my my ex-roommate, Pete, like, lives with our mutual friend. Yeah. And they have, like, a spare, like, office room. <laughs> and I can stay there and, like, invite someone over if I need. And not that I would want to, because according to my other friend, they ran out of toilet paper, because that's what, like, two guys living together That's the do. dynamic, yeah. Yep. Like, I, I don't want to go camping, which is exactly why I don't want to go and stay over at any guy's house. And, like, I don't know, I'm 27... I'm 27 years old. I'm already a bird. (laughs) Listen, if you ever want to date in Brooklyn, you can crash at my place. I know. That's that's an open offer. It's just like, it's just effort, isn't it? It's so much effort. effort I don't want to put into dating. It's like, if I can't make it convenient for me, then I don't want it to happen. Like, yeah, I guess I could commute for dick, but also I'm not 25 years old anymore. I I don't have that in me to do it anymore. I don't have the energy. I don't have the energy. I don't have it in me. I'm 27 years old. I don't have the energy to commute to dick. <laughs> That's it. That's our soundbite. That's the tea. <laughs> That's our TikTok. <laughs> yeah, we still have a fair amount of whiskey. I'm almost done. All right, I'll get the ice this time. Our question live. Um, it is from. Nacho underscore lucky underscore day. What is the perfect first day drink part? Um, there's no single answer. <laughs> the limit does not exist. The limit does not exist. Um, <laughs> and this is why. It depends on your taste. If you are a gin person, it's a gimlet. 100%. Mm. Not gin and tonic. If you're a 
a bitter gin person, sure, and a groany, but no. For most gin drinkers who are... Gimlet's respectable. It's timeless. In the general scope of gin, Gimlet. I feel like Negroni is kind of like that outlier gin it's a drink. Second, it's a second day drink, maybe. A lot of people who don't drink gin drink Negronis just because it's just a good drink, you know? Um, I would say for me, Manhattan's always. Uh, rye Manhattan's straight up. Uh, Negroni's. Negroni's always get me like turned on. I don't know. I don't know. There's no other way to say it. Like Negronis are just like hot. And they're also, I like these like simple three ingredient drinks. Like Manhattan's are like, it's just rye, one part rye, one part sweet vermouth and dash of bitters and a maraschino cherry, you know, stirred, not shaken. Okay. But I would say for like most, um, but for regular consumption, for most of our drinkers, I would say that your gin drink is a gimlet. Um, vodka drink is a vodka soda, maybe. Ugh, I can't be right. It's basic, but like, whatever. I don't drink vodka, so I can't really I, comment on I that mean, one. espresso martini, I would do. That's fair. That's, that's fair. That's vodka, that's Kahlua, and that's espresso. That's fair. Um, what are the other options? Whiskey, um, Manhattan for me, obviously. There's nothing more classic. You can do old-fashioned, sure, if you're a guy. I feel like it's try-hardy when I go on dates why do you guys. think? Why do you think um, Manhattan versus old-fashioned? What's the logic there? Okay, so for me, I, I feel like if I'm on a date with a guy, which I will be, like... I feel like an old-fashioned feels very old-fashioned when a straight male orders it. Mostly a white male. <laughs> Why? Like, I just feel like it's just, like, safe. You know? It's just, like, it's like a girl ordering rosé. You know? It's just, like, expected. It's not anything interesting. You're not taking a chance. You're just kind of ordering what is the status quo of what you think you should order. Like, it doesn't surprise me. It doesn't impress me. It's just like, oh, okay, like, you're just getting an old-fashioned. Like, I feel like if you got a, an actual, like, cocktail, a margarita, a Negroni, a Manhattan, you know, like, something, like, different. Like, I, I don't know. Like, if you just had a signature cocktail, to me... What it, that doesn't read as like a signature cocktail to me, like an old fashioned. Like maybe some people like old fashioned and they drink them like that, and that's totally fair. I love old an old fashioned. I think as a straight guy ordering it, it's like the equivalent of a girl ordering rose and a pumpkin spice latte. Mm -hmm. It's like just too obvious, you know. Like be different. Like as a girl, do you a girl feel like can a, order old fashioned, and that's cool and different. But as do you feel like an old fashioned is just a role? Like, do you think men actually enjoy old fashioned? No, I think they just fucking order them to drink them to be impressive. <laughs> I feel that. Um, is there? Do you think there's a particular reason why guys would order a an old fashioned over a Manhattan? Is there some kind of stigma there that I'm maybe not? Like I think they're just not cultured enough to know what a Manhattan is. <laughs> That's it. Like, an old-fashioned's a very, like, old-fashioned cocktail. It's a known drink. Not many people know a Manhattan. Not be and I definitely can attest to being in places that don't serve a good Manhattan. It's very hard to get a good, true, proper Manhattan outside of Manhattan. So, like, 
What is the perfect first aid drink? Oh, yes. Yes. I definitely started on this before. Um, if you're a gin person. Okay. So granted, if you don't have a super like refined palate or a favorite drink already. Let's do liquor by liquor. I think that makes sense. Yes. Yes. If you're okay, going so for like a, like a starter are- drink, if you don't have a favorite in each category, All right? right. For what gin, we, what would we both say what we would, would like and yes. then give them two options, right? Yes. So gin, you go first. Gin, a gimlet. So a gimlet, by the way, is a um a cucumbery cocktail with gin in it. So it's like very palatable. Betty Draper's favorite. Betty Draper's favorite, yes. Um it's like very easy to drink. Yep, gimlet. Uh my gin cocktail would be Negroni, which is like uh, Campari, which is like an Italian liqueur. It's very bitter. Very bitter, one part gin. Uh, and then you do it with like an orange rind. And it's very like bitter and good. Like you have two Negronis and you're slurring your words. Like I fucking love Negronis because they get you the first time you drink it, it fucking hits you. And it hits me the same way like a Manhattan hits you where it's like a really good cocktail, a very small portion of liquid that fucks you up. Like, I love that, you know, no bloatedness. Yes, just very different. So if your vibe is get drunk very quickly, Negroni. If it's sweet, kind of softer taste, Gimlet. Yeah. Boom. Gin broken down. Um, What's the next? Like rum. Okay. Um... For me, with rum, like, fuck. If you have any kind of, like, rum punch type of cocktail on the menu, yeah, that seems to work. I get a, like, fucking wicked hangover from rum, so I try to avoid it. But There's, like, light and there's, like, gold and silver. Still, though, still. Like, rum is very sugar-heavy. It is. It's made of sugar, right? So, if it's what you like... Then that's good. I would do like a, a like a mojito mm. or something light like that. Like a mojito is definitely rum um, or something similar to that. A mojito is typically light rum, so that's a good go to. Um, yeah, that's my that's my go to. That's your go to. For me, actually, I'll recommend a dark rum, and I would do like a dark and stormy, which I love. That drink is actually was like invented in Bermuda. Like, you know, dark and stormy ships being wrecked and it's made with dark rum and ginger beer. And it's like a really, like, I also don't drink rum, but when I do drink rum, I drink it in a dark and stormy. It's just like, I love ginger beer. So hard to get a hold of like good ginger beer. Love ginger beer. You have a good ginger beer. You had like, um, like the Rosling, like rum, like that, that specific rum. And you make that dark and stormy. It's amazing. And, and they serve it similarly out of like that Moscow mule kind of cup, that like fucking copper cup. Oh, that's copper mug. Like a dark and stormy. So like that, I don't know, those copper drinks, they hit different. They taste so good and so cold. Like I love those shit. That, that's my run recommendation. Love that. Um, okay. Tequila. Tequila. It's a marg for me, folks. <laughs> <laughs> that's it a fucking margarita bitch well like what whatever Mar- type frozen on the rocks honey okay i don't okay so i don't do frozen because all of that ice mixed in it's um it's a little too much water for me 
it makes me bloated and it makes my stomach hurt. So I do on the rocks always. Mm. I don't give a fuck what flavor it is. Hit me with a flavor. Hit me with all the flavors. I don't give a shit. Um, it's any, any type of marg on the rocks. That's it. Yeah, I mean, for me, honestly, I'm, or this is the first time I'm going to say it, we're having, I have the same drink as you. Like, tequila, margs, if I'm going anywhere Mexican, any Mexican date, you know, whatever, like, I'm getting margs on the rocks, as you said, fuck that froze, frozen bullshit. I don't like those. Stop it, your body doesn't like it. It's, we're not at 7-Eleven, this ain't a slushy, like, we're here to drink alcohol, like, we're, this is business. That's it. That's it. Don't fill yourself up with ice. Fuck that. Your body wants alcohol. I promise you. Put it on the rocks. Salt on the rim. You order by the pitcher. And that's an amazing date. And that's what you do. That's it. That's it. For me, I mean, you can say tequila sunrise, but you're a piece of shit. Like for rum, you can say daiquiri. Those drinks are like just disgusting to me. Those sugary drinks are not going to get you far. If you're trying to long-term drink, if you want if you actually want a hardcore drink, you need to cut your sugar and up your alcohol intake. And that's what we're Honey, you right don't now. need the sugar. That's you it. You don't need it. You're better than that. Cut out all that shit. We love you. The liquor and this. Get rid of it. Throw it out. Sugar. Throw the throw the whole fucking sugar mixer away. We're streamlining this for you. That's right. You're welcome. What's next? Um Whiskey. Whiskey. Oh, fan. Uh, ultimate fan favorite. The ultimate favorite. If I could drink anything, if I was like Johnny Depp and Pirates of the Caribbean and I was stuck on an island, I would just have my store of whiskey and I would be so, so fucking good. Yeah, same. Okay. So listen, if you're on a first date, maybe you're not a super whiskey drinker. Even if you are, honestly, if you're on a first date, whiskey ginger. That's it. Right. That's okay. it for me. A whiskey ginger, it dilutes it enough so that um, you won't be shit-faced immediately. Sip it slow. Um, be like a fucking classy honey about it. And take but your you time. If you cocktail bar, you can't order a whiskey ginger. You gotta order a whiskey cocktail. <sighs> Listen, the prompt was a first date in general. So for me, it's a it's a whiskey ginger. You can um, expound on a uh, whiskey cocktail. I mean, it's going to have to obviously be Manhattan. That's just my favorite whiskey drink ever. And I feel like, yeah, whiskey gingers, like, like a dive bar situation, like more likely that you'll be there. But I've also done like cocktail bars on a first date. So like, I think if you're at a dive bar, whiskey ginger, because you don't want to get a cocktail on a dive bar, you don't want to make that mistake. Yeah, that's and true. And if you're at a cocktail bar, I think I would go Manhattan for a whiskey drink. Because it's like, it's strong, but it's sweet. At different bars, there are different expectations. So at a cocktail bar... There are different things on the menu than if you're just at your standard dive bar. If you're at your dive bar, it's going to be a whiskey ginger. Mm-hmm. If you're at a, like a fancy cocktail bar, go for the fucking Manhattan. Go for the old fashioned, if you please. You know, like just elevate for the mood, but know what the standard is. And the standard in this case is the whiskey ginger and you can up from there, but yeah. don't down from there. 
Don't go to your fucking I dirty think it's local like dive bar. A lot bar. of like read the room. Yes, you know, exactly. Like, so we're read the fucking like, room. Tequila if you're in a Mexican place. Exactly. We're obviously saying like we're not saying like get yes, a your drink suits the uh, location. This is why we're breaking it down pure alcohol, and we're each giving our own examples. So you literally have two different options for each situation. Yes, exactly, folks. What state? And then you get offered. Free shots by the waitress. What shots are you asking for? Tequila. Tequila? No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Are you not? You definitely would be. You definitely. It's not like a joke. It's a joking, not really. It's a joke. Why are we recording? (laughs) Because we're still on this question. Oh, bitch, I didn't know. We're literally AMA right now. We are literally responding to someone and it's been 45 minutes and she's now had every alcohol choice. We haven't even gone. Okay, remind me, what's the question? We haven't even talked about beer. I okay. haven't talked about beer on draft. Okay. I have a lot of feelings about beer on draft. What is the question? The, I mean, okay, my question is, okay, the waitress offers you free shots for you and your date. She asks you. That's so nice. That's so nice on a first date. It's so what are you nice. doing? What are you doing on the first date? What shot are you taking? <laughs> go, 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 go. If she can do green tea shots. Oh my God, you're so basic. And basic. You're basic. So a green tea shot for our listeners is, um, it's something and it's also peach schnapps and whiskey. <laughs> So, they taste excellent, honestly. They taste excellent. It's kind of sweet. It's kind of nice. But it's basic. It's whiskey, but it's not super sweet. But the prominent alcohol is whiskey. Okay, for me, I'm like cost efficient. I'm thinking this is a, a free shot. I'm getting one shot of pure alcohol. That pure alcohol will be whiskey. Yeah, bitch, no, I'm not going to take a shot of whiskey. For I've you. taken a shot of whiskey for free because it's been offered to me a million times if in I, my life. If, I will take a shot of whiskey if free any time, any place. I will be in an airport and take a shot of whiskey. I don't care if it's 3 a.m. If I'm ever offered a shot of whiskey, I take it and I just sip it because I'm not going to take a shot of whiskey. I mean, it's all right. That's it's not my life. Whiskey. It's all right. That's not my life. Are we missing any alcohols? Uh, uh, Like champagne? That doesn't count. I feel like it might. I mean, brunch, Aperol spritz, mimosas, you know the drill. Should Um, we do like an other? I mean, other. Like an other category, right? Like you do an Aperol spritz, I'll do like a mimosa type shit. Fine. I mean, we just said that, though. Are we recording? Yes. Oh. <laughs> obviously. Obviously. <laughs> uh, I was unaware. Okay. All right. So we've already said our... Mimosa. Okay. <laughs> Noted. Noted. Thank you, Elle. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Does that answer your question? <laughs> Does that answer it for you? I wonder if we got another question. I'll check. <laughs> okay, listen. We need to rally. Honestly, Elle, look at me. Look at me. Look at me, guys. We gotta finish this right now. Look we, at me. We made a promise. Look at me. Look at you. Look at you. <laughs> yeah, look at me. Hey, hey. 
I think we need to listen to WAP. We need to put out some music. And then we're going to need to drink the rest of the whiskey. We 100% need some music. We absolutely need some music. I think that's the problem. Should we leave this? Should we end this right now? We should end it. Okay. Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> I love you. I don't, I honestly, I mean, okay, maybe we're drunk right now. Maybe we're drunk. Maybe, but, but maybe. Honestly, even if we are drunk right now, we're not as drunk as we should be. We have almost finished 750 mils of whiskey. Mills. All things considered, mills. we are sober mills. as fuck. We are mills. sober as fuck. Yes. So, um. So either way, you regardless know, of what happens. Uh, register to vote. Um, and, uh, and we love you. We love you. Stay COVID free. Stay safe in Trump's America. We're going to walk all up on this bitch for you. To we got to listen to walk. We need to leave absolutely yeah, right I now. We, honestly. I think we might as well walk tonight. So just watch our story and we love you. Goodbye. Follow us on Twitter. Bye. Bye. going to start with me anymore now because I cannot do that all over again. Okay. You do still have to be B though, so I I do need you to open that way. Okay. Okay.